Ladies and gentlemen, weebs and weeblets, welcome to the manga section. Sit back, relax, and grab your favorite drink as we talk about My Hero Academia Chapter 294, Final Performance. All right, we are back. Um, I was expecting this to be the last week of the manga section for 2020, but Horika, she comes at us again, and we are getting a chapter next week. So just want to get that out of the way. There will be a chapter next week, or not a chapter. There will be an episode of the manga section next week, and to clarify, that will be the final episode of 2020, regardless of what the manga release schedule looks like, because I'll be, you know, I just want to take a Christmas break, and I'll be doing some moving for personal stuff, so I won't be able to record so next week will be the last episode of the manga section for 2020 i know it's so sad huh but don't worry we'll be back in 2021 keep talking my hero academia so anyway we are on to chapter 294 and oh boy do the twists just keep coming whenever you think oh maybe we're done is the, is is this it for the villains absolutely not because somebody has a trick up their sleeve, and it's a little magic performance. So let's go ahead and just jump right into the chapter. We'll go panel by panel, as we do every week. So we start off with the title page, and we get to see some of the injured heroes here. We get to see Aizawa, Mirko, Ryuku, Gran Torino, and Hawks, who are all very not looking too hot. Like, they're in a very precarious state. We also see uh, Present Mike, Water... Not Water Hose. Um, Manual. That That's who it was. Sorry. I'm trying to remember in quick succession. Uh, Manuel and Rocklock. And Crust is also there. He's the first one we see, but he's dead. So that's a little disappointing. And then if we go on to the next page, we we get to see Mount Lady and then some of the other heroes like Endeavor and Deku and uh, Genist who are all, you know, like it's, it's all over. I think it's Genist's narration of how everybody came together and worked together and that the sedative working at this moment was essentially like destined to happen so that they can now you know that genus can now focus on getting the league out of the way now that makia is down and he doesn't have to hold down makia and that if even one of the heroes had faltered like everything would have fallen apart so everything just came together in this perfect way and we see deku fall from the sky i don't know why he's falling i i know he was in the air from doing like his mouth for all last chapter but, man, he's going to hit the ground again. This this dude, like, he's... Mm, I can't... I'm, it, it sounds terrible, but I'm really excited to see, like, what wounds and uh, damage is going to stick from this arc. Because there are a lot of people... Like, just looking at the pros who are injured, like Mirko lost, I think, quite literally an arm and a leg in this fight. And Aizawa lost a leg. Endeavor's, like, essentially fricked. And so is Hawks. So, like, I'm really excited. And uh, think about what happened to Ryuku's hands and Gran Torino. Like, I'm really interested to see what wounds stick and where... Because this war is really going to shift up the the top hero standings. Like, if Endeavor ends up retiring because of it or doesn't make it out, same for Hawks and Genist. That's really going to... That's really going to, like, shift up the, the top hero ranking. So I'm interested to see where that goes and where where will class 1a be because they're very close to graduating into class um two so i'm i'm i mean i don't know where they're gonna go after this but we'll see so as we move on we see that um shoto is really going after toya here and i'm and i'm all for it like just this all-out fire 
versus fire and ice, like all out. It's so cool. And just the way like you can see flames and stuff bursting off of Shoto. It's crazy. Um, Mirio points out that these Nomu are extremely strong, which it's true because these are the high ends that got sent to help uh, Shigaraki and Makia. And then, of course, um, either Ida or I want to say it's uh, Mirio says you don't want to get tagged by these guys. And then that prompts Ida to tell Bakugo, um, great explosion, murder, god, dynamite. You must retreat. So it is all one name. And I'm not really sure. I think I think the popular like way it's going to go online is to just call him dynamite. I think that's like nobody's going to use great explosion, murder, god. Um, I don't know how I feel about that being like a whole title in and of itself, but it's fine. So on a lower panel, we see Bakugo who thinks to himself, uh, yeah, no, that that's true. That's true. There is no comeback for that because it's true. And then we get to see Nejire again, and she looks a lot worse than she did last chapter. Like last chapter when I was like, she's fine. Yeah, she's looking a lot worse off now in this one panel than she was last chapter. And I'm a little concerned. But Bakugo notes that he's really just keeping the Nomu off of Genist so he can focus on the League. Now, this is where things get interesting. And I was shocked how much of the chapter was spent on this. Like, as I was reading, I was like, oh, we have to be getting close to the end. No, there's still, like, I think we get 10 or so pages of this next bit where um, it's Mr. Compress, a character I literally didn't care about until this chapter. Like, uh, I saw the leaks on Twitter this week and I was like, oh, cool. We're going to get something with compress. And then I didn't look at it again until today. And I didn't realize it was going this like deep because compress, you know, notes. And this is something I think Horikoshi does really well is he makes us care about the villains, which is funny because you feel like as a person, you're like, oh no, I'm not supposed to root for the villains to win. But at the same time, like, and, and, and he brings it up a little bit later, but, like, Mr. Compress talks about, like, oh, I can't use my cork to get anybody out of here because I'm strapped down. And then he talks about what Shigaraki did. And he says, you know, you summoned us together, did you not? Told us to run amok, right? What are we supposed to think when even your act is cut short? This, is am this amounted to a trap. And, you know, he... He points out, like, Dobby, Young Toga, and I still have yet to achieve our dreams. Which is true, because um, I read, like, I read something on Twitter that's like, Dobby's goal is to carry out the will of Stain. Toga wants to be a normal person. And then we'll get to what uh, Compresses is in a minute. And it's just, like, it's true. Like, these people in the League, yes, they are quote-unquote villains, but they also, from their point of view, what they're doing they think is right and that's you know that's the best villains and just the part that really made me care was when um compress says spinner i loved the league and then he goes on to talking about uh, like a collection of warped minds who never bothered prying into each other's past just a band of egotists so the league like to the members of the league they are like their own disconnected, dysfunctional family, almost, and they care about each other, which makes you think, like, 
what are they doing that's so bad? Like, Toga wants to be a normal person, and Dobby wants to carry out what Stain did, which Stain had a good idea, but he wasn't... Stain had a good idea, but he wasn't going about it the right way. And he also lacked the fundamental idea that, like, people can change over time. That was the problem presented with Ida. Like, yes, Ida was doing, you know, Ida was hunting down Stain out of revenge, but Ida wasn't necessarily a bad person because of that. He made one mistake, but he changed after that. And Stain didn't, Stain didn't understand the idea that people could change. And it was a very, like, one-track mindset. So... As we're going on about this, um, Compress just sucks away his upper butt and, like, part of his waist to to get rid of the cords so he can break himself out. And then he puts um, Spinner and, and um, Shigaraki into the little balls and tries to get away. Now, this hit different because it's like he's really hurting himself just so that he can make sure that Shigaraki gets out of here. And he goes on, you know, he leaps up onto Makia and he keeps going and he tells us about his backstory. And I mean, even before that, Genus notes that this is a fatal wound because he gouges out part of his shoulder too. And then uh, later on, I think he gouges out part of his stomach or maybe that was from the first one. But he points out who he is, uh, Oji Harima, and the the peerless thief, a criminal from days gone by. And he he's the, and it, it's revealed at the end, but he's the great-great-grandson of this person. Essentially, it, he's like the modern-day Robin Hood, where he preached reformation while returning what he pilfered back to the streets. So... He's essentially a Robin Hood, which puts him in this morally gray area of, oh, is he such a bad person because he wants to, like, keep society equal and keep the, like, the rich and higher up heroes from, you know, like, essentially looking down on everybody else when they're supposed to be like Deku and All Might and want to help the people, like, just help everyone and not just certain people. So, and then we get to see... A little, just a little snippet of uh, Todoroki's fight with Toya, and it's just they do a flash fire fist, jet burn. I don't know who's doing what, but it looks really cool. Dobby is just letting his flames go, like you can see. Yeah, his hair is white now, but you can see when he's got his arm extended out, he is really just letting the flames tear apart his body because it was noted that the flames damage himself and he's been using them like non-stop at crazy levels so you have to think this is really eating away at him i don't think dobby makes it out of this like i think and if he does he'll be in the same state as deku with like really torn up arms that nobody has any idea what to do with because they're just so like oh man your arms are wiped out but todoroki gets hit full on with a jet burn and it's kind of sad because he's falling and it's like, ooh, yikes. So Compress puts Dobby in a thing as well. He puts him in a little ball as well. He hands it off to, well, no, I guess he holds on to it. That's something else. So he announces that he is uh, Harima's great-great-grandson. The Bandit King's blood flows through me. And um, he uh, Compress points out the Paranormal Liberation Front 
No, the League of Villains Shigaraki will change the world in my stead. So he is ready to all-out sacrifice himself for the cause. Like, he's ready to go down with the with the ship and go down with the cause and just let it let it go. And he says uh, that the true trick is saved till the end. Voila, the curtain rises on the first and final escape artist performance of Mr. Compress. And he pops uh, Spinner and Shigaraki onto the ground. And we also get a face reveal of Compress, which y'all know my hero Twitter is going to be simping over him for like a week before he dies. So whatever. That's just Twitter for you. But uh, Spinner and Shigaraki are now like Mirio's coming straight at him. And I'm kind of scared for Mirio. I am. Because I have a feeling, and I, because I, I don't think Horikoshi would go out of his way to do all of this stuff with Compress and make it look like this grand sacrifice only for Shigaraki not to wake up and do something, or, you know, not have Spinner do something. Like, I don't think Horikoshi wrote it so that Compress puts them on the ground, he dies, and then Genus, like, goes back to having threads secured on Shigaraki and Spinner. Because that essentially invalidates the entire chapter. So I think this is the point where Shigaraki wakes up, even if it's for just a second, and disintegrates so much. Like, next chapter is just going to be a bloodbath. And, I mean, that's just my prediction. Maybe it's not. But I have a feeling Shigaraki is just going to, like, touch the ground for, like, 0.2 seconds, and everything is going to disintegrate. Like... You're gonna get, he's gonna hit a ton of heroes on the ground. He's gonna, like, wipe out everyone that is essentially not a student, in my opinion. And that's, that could be very, very devastating. If the only, and maybe he, maybe he hits Genus. Like, maybe he hits one of the threads and the threads disintegrate all the way back to Genus and take out Genus. Um, I'm more concerned about Mirio because of how close he is to Shigaraki, and that if something were to happen in a point-blank, like, super quick turn of events, Mirio would not have time to react. And I'm a little scared, because Mirio just came back, like, a couple chapters ago. He has not been back this long, and I don't want him to go, because he's like a he's like an older brother figure to Eri, and I would hate for her to lose that. So, we'll see. I'm very interested, especially... I, and another thing that backs up, like, Shigaraki waking up is the last panel is a, like, close-up of Shigaraki's face, which means something is going to happen with Shigaraki next week. And I'm, I don't know, somebody's gonna die. This, this arc has brought us so many deaths, and it's just, whew, whew, yikes. That's a, that's a, that's a yikes for me, dog. So, yeah, I mean... I'm very excited. It seems like we're going to go out on a bang because I think we're going to get our normal Shonen Drum uh, Christmas break next week because December 20th is really close and I think they're going to take the next week off for Christmas. So yeah, it's very exciting to see where it's going. I don't have much more to say about the chapter. It's just a, it's a wild ride. I'll say that. And I'm very, very excited to see how Horikoshi is going to end this arc. We are getting like, we're getting very close to this arc going on for a year. Like, it started back in February, something somewhere around there. And now we're like into the almost end of December. So, 
I don't know, man. We're getting real close. But with that being said, thank you guys for listening to the manga section. Seriously, like, we are nine episodes in, and this has actually been doing really good. I have a lot of fun making these episodes and talking about the chapter, because I really have no other outlet to talk about my obsession with My Hero Academia. So having a podcast to talk about and share with other people is really nice. So thank you for listening. If you want to stay up to date with the podcast, you can check us out on Instagram at The Nerdiest Podcast. And of course, we will be back next week to talk about My Hero Academia, Chapter 295. Peace out.